Hey, good evening. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey. I know I look a little rough tonight. I gotta get my hair cut and whatnot tomorrow, not tomorrow, but this weekend. Um, you know, but uh, appreciate you guys joining. Um, got a little bit of a different episode tonight. Um, you know, title's a little different. If y'all saw the title, you know, God's a terrible or God's a horrible talent scout. God's a horrible talent scout. And uh, we'll be going into that a little more in a little more detail, uh, obviously, tonight. But again, thank you guys so much for, uh, for, for tuning in and joining us tonight. Definitely appreciate it. And uh, thank you guys for all the support. So if you're here, drop a line. Say, hey, say what's up. Let us know you're here. Uh, Black Silhouette, thank you for joining. Definitely appreciate it as always, sir. Thank you so very, very much. And if you guys... You guys haven't already, you need to check him out, check his music out. Uh, he does a lot of the instrumentals for us, did the intro, outro for us. Um, you know, he streams himself uh, on Twitch, so check his page out on Facebook, Twitch, uh, and Instagram, all Black Silhouette Music. So definitely want to encourage you uh, to do that as well. Also, while we're talking about that and supporting other people, right, I, I, I want to I kind of bring something up real quick before we get into the topic tonight. We, we talk a lot oftentimes about supporting those people that we know and whatnot but when it really comes down to it um oftentimes we have a lot of people that claim to be in our camp but nobody in our corner right at least that's how it feels it's real easy to get into somebody's corner man share this stuff like their posts engage with their uh, their posts on social media it doesn't cost anything to uh, to share um you know and spread the word it's definitely important to have people in your life that talk about you and present you to opportunities and in, in rooms and conversations where you're not actually physically part of it's important for that and so for those people that i have in my life that are like that black silhouettes one for me uh, i definitely appreciate you guys 110 uh, percent also you know i don't know if you guys have noticed or followed the page at all but um i i my brother got me into this hobby right this uh 3d printing and um so you know i mean stuff like this this little i don't know it's called an articulated dragon right this thing here um you know stuff like that I've been making um, for various people, um, you know, those things. I, uh, little, uh, for those of you that are Gators fans, right, Florida Gators, um, you know, I lived down there for a little bit. It's a little, it's a little desktop, like desktop stadium, right? Like all these different things you can make and, 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 and whatnot. And I know various people that do it. Um, you know, my, my two younger brothers do, and they're into also like laser engraving, and whether it be on like glass and mirrors and leather and, and whatnot. So if there's things that, uh, that you're interested in, hit us up. Um, definitely point you in the right direction. If you are an author, a musician, an entrepreneur, uh, you know, and you are affiliated with us, watched an episode, I don't care, send us your information. If it's a friend of yours, send us the information so we can highlight them on the page. Uh, definitely want to help and support people in their dreams and uh you know making some moves uh where they're concerned so definitely want to want to throw that out there want you guys to uh stay involved and stay engaged there we want to be able to support um you know as many people as we can man it, it it's not it's not an easy thing to go after your dream it's not an easy thing to to push and strive um to to make happen what it is that you want to make happen for yourself and so want to encourage you to do that so we can be supportive in that way we want to do more than just lip service um 
want to be able to shout you out on the show want to be able to put you out on the page if you're not already following the page like and subscribe uh, to reflections with dr. Gary Harvey uh, you can catch us on Facebook on uh, twitch on YouTube so like and subscribe uh, to those pages as well so you can keep up to date with with what's going on in the world of reflections so tonight I want to talk about and I don't know how long it's gonna be might be short might be long I really don't know to be completely honest with you but the title for tonight is God is a horrible talent scout right and, and so um, you know I do want to take a minute uh, beforehand I, I'm sure you know many of you know if not everyone knows but uh, you know Tina Turner unfortunately has passed um, so you know rest in power there definitely uh, prayers and, and condolences to the families the family and friends uh, they're definitely an icon definitely shaped uh, a, a lot in what the music industry is has been up to today um, you know she definitely uh, had uh, had a hand in that uh, as well um, so you know an unfortunate day uh, most definitely especially for those music heads so um, you know want to take a minute to recognize recognize that and um, so God's a horrible talent scout right um, well well doc what are you talking about you know why why would you say something negative about God like that so hey don't tell anybody I'm not supposed to be drinking soda but anyway um, you know God's a horrible talent scout well um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about that. So what, what is a talent scout, right? What, what, is, what does a talent scout do? Well, a, a talent scout, they go out, right, and they are doing just what it says. They're scouting for talent. Um, especially in the sports world, they are going to various games and watching how an individual plays and, and reacts offensively, defensively. Are they strategic? Do they have natural talent? How do they work with you know, the teamwork and with, with the rest of what's going on? How do they adjust to the changing situation, etc.? And they're really trying to take a minute and they're trying to see that individual, does their, do their talents, do their abilities, do they mesh well with my team, right? The team that I'm scouting for. Do they do they mesh well with that team? Are they going to bring a positive impact? Are they going to fit our style? Are they going to bring uh, you know more to the table than what we already have, right? So that's that's what a talent scout is going out to do. So when we look at different things and we look at uh, you look at scripture, right? And uh, for those of you that don't know me, I, I say this almost every episode. But for those that don't know me, my faith is very important to me. Now that doesn't mean that I'm I'm perfect and without blemish, but it, I do strive to walk out the life that I say I believe, if, if that makes sense. So that's that's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's very important to me. And so when we look at scripture, we see various things, right? So you look back to um, Moses, right? He has that experience with the burning bush and God tells him, hey, you're going to go to Pharaoh and you're going to tell him, let my people go right that's 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 what he tells them to do but Moses wasn't an individual that had an eloquent speech he uh, you know some scholars talk about he had a stutter um, you know so he he really wasn't this figure and at the point he was he was a man on the run essentially he was a fugitive he had killed a man and so he was running trying to hide wasn't trying to come back into into the scene so to speak and here God calls him 
to operate. You have, um, you know, Saul who becomes Paul, right? And uh, he was persecuting the church and, uh, you know, an enemy of, of all things, quote unquote, Christian at the time, right? He thought he was defending his faith and he was definitely an obstacle for those individuals that were trying to proclaim themselves as followers of Christ and yet God calls him. He, you know, we have Peter, Peter who three times denies Jesus, Peter who was quick with the tongue and, and maybe not as quick with his thought uh, before he would operate. Like these are individuals that God chose to bring into the organizations, if, you, if, you, if I can say it that way. God chose to bring them to the team because he's like, hey, they've got something to offer. And, and, and in the natural, you look back and you'd be like, what? Like this, this fool can't even really talk and, and you want him, he, he, he's supposed to go to Pharaoh and, and, and tell Pharaoh to, to, you know, let my people go? Like, come on, come on now. Like, like are you for real? And, and Peter, Peter, man, that, that dude, you know, when the pressure came, he folded like a lawn chair. You gonna tell me that he's gonna be the one that wants the rocket? You know, when when the game's on the line, come on now. Like I just, I just don't see it. And and you know, we we see all these different things. And you know, I'm even gonna, I'm, I'm probably gonna strike a little nerve here. But um, I'm not, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination a basketball fan. We used to joke about this when I lived in Florida and I, I worked at a collection agency. My team, they were all huge basketball fans. Most of them were Heat fans. And, and if I'm not mistaken, it was when, when LeBron was, was playing for the Heat. And um, I'm a big hockey fan, though, right? And so one of the things that we would talk about was the differences between the two sports. And, and I told uh, uh, someone here recently the other day that I'm starting to feel like basketball is almost as scripted and, and, and as fake, quote unquote, fake as, um, you know, pro wrestling is. Right. And they're like, well, well, why you say that? Well, look, look at all the flopping, man. Look at like and it's dramatic flopping. And, and the reason I'm going to bring that up right now is because here we have you, you have you have LeBron. Right. That we hear constantly the goat conversation the goat conversation is mj or him or who you know blah 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 this that and the other and i think you can say a lot you know the man's a talented man right especially you know basketball today i think uh, he was quoted as saying he's better than 90 percent of the players out there right now and honestly he probably is from what i understand and from what i can see um you know i don't pretend to to know basketball uh, at all but i do know flopping i do know drama you know, so if we're gonna we're gonna talk about goat conversations, that's all got to be part of it, right? Because it's the package deal that's coming, and and so as a talent scout, right, you're looking for the package deal. Now, there's obviously going to be flaws in an individual, but the the raw talent and ability doesn't outweigh those flaws, right? As a talent scout, I'm looking at that, and and so can this still work with the team? Can they still do X, Y, Z? And so I'm bringing them into the organization. Y'all, y'all like how I threw that threw that in there a little bit you know i mean after the sweep sweep um but you know like i said i don't know basketball i just like poking the bear honestly um but you know with in all seriousness the talent scout right they're taking a look at the individual and they they're seeing okay does your skill set does it meet our need will it elevate our team will it enhance what we do will it help us win games win titles win championships like uh, a, a boxer or, or a martial artist, when they are looking at people to coach them, they're looking at individuals that can, that can take what they are and mold and shape it into what they need to be. So there's a specific skill set that they're looking for. But if we look through scripture and we look at these individuals, 
that God calls, right? That God brings into the organization, if I can say it that way, right? That God brings on the team. Honestly, they suck. They suck. Terrible, right? Peter, like I said, Peter folded like a lawn chair, man. When, when, when stuff got difficult, be, hey, don't you know Jesus? Man, I don't know who he is. I don't know who we talking about, right? You, you got all that foolishness. Like, and it, you, you, you have these situations and these circumstances and, you know, these individuals that are, that God chooses to use all throughout Scripture, from the Old Testament all the way through to the end of the New Testament, if you look at the individuals that God chooses to use and call in the moment, they don't fit the checklist that a talent scout would be using for that particular moment. Take David and Goliath, for example, right? If you were choosing somebody to go up against the title holder, right? The individual that's got the belt. You're not choosing a child. You're not choosing someone who is is a fraction of the size of their opponent talking about getting the ring with them. That doesn't make sense in the natural. And oftentimes the way God scouts out his talent are the ones that don't have it. Hello, somebody. It's the individuals that don't truly have the talent necessary to complete the task. Why? Because he's going to use the foolish to confound the wise. He's going to use your shortcoming to allow him to be shown great. Now, you have got to be able to get outside of your ego. You have got to be able to get outside of what talent you may or may not have. See, I went, I went to this Bible college, right, some years back. Went to this Bible college. We will leave it nameless. Those of you that are Harry Potter fans, he that shall not be named. We'll, we'll, we'll leave the Bible college nameless. There were some very positive things about my experience out there, but there were also some things that were, if I'm being honest, were negative. There were things that, you know, if you didn't have that raw talent, if you didn't have that, that superstar glow, then you weren't really scouted for the team. Hello, somebody. And a lot of times on our jobs today, our, 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 our civilian jobs, in the military, when I was in the military, you know, unless you do something to shine. When I went to basic, I was told, I was like, I was told, hey, you know what? Don't, don't stand out. You don't want to be ahead of the group. You don't want to be behind the group. Just stay in the mix and, and stay in the middle. Everything's going to be all right. Well, the problem is we get comfortable in that area and, and, and we don't allow, we don't allow ourselves to shine where we can shine, but we don't allow God to shine through us either. Because we make the determination to ourselves that, oh, well, I can't be used. I, I messed up. I lived like this. People know my past. People know that I do this and I do that. Listen, I, I, I got, you, you want to see my skeletons? Come, I'll show you my closet. You know, I'm not ashamed of the things I did in my past. and I'm not proud of them. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not proud of my shortcomings. I'm not proud of the mistakes I've made. I'm not proud of the fact that I have a portion of my testimony where I walk completely away from my faith. I'm not proud of any of that. So if God was a, a, a talent scout, the way that we view a talent scout in the natural, I would never get picked for the team. I would never get picked to do the various things I've had the opportunity to do in the past, in the present, or even the future. You've got to understand that when God is scouting for talent in the natural, what we view as talent, 
he's a horrible talent scout because he's not picking the one necessarily that's got the natural ability. He's not picking the one that's the most eloquent with the words. He's not picking the one that can tug on the heartstrings. He's not picking the one that can take on the giant without thinking, without needing, without you know having to pull on him. David, Saul tried to dress David in his armor, right? Because as a talent scout, if, if, if Saul was a talent scout looking at what it was that, that David was doing, right? He's oh man, he ain't gonna make it. He, he needs help. He needs help. He, that's, that's not the talent that I need. So I'm going to try to supplement the talent. And that's what we try to do. We look at people and because they don't fit our mold, because they don't do the things we want them to do, because they don't operate the way we want them to operate, then all of a sudden we disqualify them from what it is that God wants to do in their life and how God wants to use them. Listen, if God can talk through a donkey, he can talk through a fool like me. I learned a long time ago, it ain't got nothing to do with me, but it has everything to do with what it is God calls me to do. And, and that might just be working my nine to five. That might just be being that individual that's the, the shoulder to cry on in a matter of a, a, a traumatic experience. I was talking to somebody earlier today, we were talking about, about therapy just briefly, uh, individual that I met you know, over social media. And you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, right? And we were talking about something, and it's, it's interesting. Oftentimes, individuals that experience trauma, myself personally, I struggle with PTSD as a result of my time in Iraq. And, um, you know, it's difficult sometimes because throughout this process, I've had various, um, you know, various counselors I talk to or, or psychiatrists or, you know, whatever the case over the course of the last several years. And... Um, Oftentimes it's difficult because the people providing the counseling haven't lived through the trauma that you've lived through. So it's hard for them to fully understand. And so sometimes the trauma is dismissed because to that individual, it's not traumatic. Like, why are you having this issue? Like, come on, you're, oh, I'm suffering from anxiety. Oh, okay, well, you know, you overthink things, stress yourself out, blah, blah, blah. It's because of race and gender and all these different things that dismiss the fact that you experience some type of trauma in your life. <clears throat> when, <coughs> excuse me, when, the trauma is very real. Just because I didn't experience it doesn't discount your trauma. It doesn't take away from your trauma, right? And so these individuals, they end up not going through or getting therapy because they feel like they're being dismissed. But not everybody can heal on their own. Not everybody can adapt on their own. And it's okay to not be okay, but people have to have an outlet, right? Well, you know what? You might be that outlet for somebody, at least for them to get started. I'm not saying that, you know, talking to a friend is a supplement for, you know, professional therapy, but it may be where the individual has to start to gain confidence to talk to somebody else, right? 
or you know we we look at the state of the the church in america or excuse me the american church if there's a difference between the american church and the church in america that's a whole nother episode but very simply the the the, the american church is one that's caught up in dogmatic tradition christian nationalism these types of things that really aren't scriptural and so we take this stance that um you know oh, I'm, a, I'm a believer i'm fighting for the faith i'm being zealous and we attack people that don't think like us don't believe like us and and we say that we're doing it in the name of christ listen you you missed it if you're not doing it in love you missed it oh well i'm doing it because i don't want them to go to hell but are you though but are you honestly or are you doing it because you feel your faith puts you on a step above someone else that's not god right and and so but even if you are of that thought process, right, you have an opportunity to change. You have an opportunity to adjust. You have an opportunity to not all, we're not all perfect, right? If we were, then there wouldn't be any scouting, right? If you look at people that God has truly used in, in life, right, in, in life, I'm not just talking in the church. I'm not talking preachers. I'm not talking, you know, pastors and prophets, apostles, evangelists. I'm not talking about the fivefold ministry gift. I'm not talking about a televangelist. I'm not talking about the guy standing on the street want to beat in the Bible. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people that made a difference in your life, right? Whether it be a relative, whether it be a friend, whether it was a stranger, a co-worker, somebody provided value to you when you needed it most, right? They, they spoke something into your life. You know, maybe it was a pastor or a preacher. I don't know. But those individuals, if you look at them, if you look at their background, they didn't check all the boxes that the scout would be looking for, Right? I definitely I don't fit I don't fit the mold to you know be a podcaster an author uh, a minister uh, you know all the various things that I've had the opportunity to do in my life I don't fit that mold I, I shouldn't have that opportunity as far as the natural is concerned I know individuals that uh, you know their talent is absolutely amazing to me but because they don't check one of the boxes for you know that American Idol version of a star that we've created in society we automatically rule them out. Like I said, David getting ready to face Goliath, he was like, yo, let me go ahead and do this. And they're like, well, first of all, they clowned him. And then they tried to supplement what he had because he didn't have the, the talent and the abilities needed in the natural when you look at him to face Goliath. Right. I was clowning on LeBron a little earlier, but in all honesty, if I had to get on the court with him, man, it would it would be ugly. I would be an absolute laughing stock because, first of all, I'm good for maybe a five-yard burst at most, and then I'm done. I'm, I'm huffing and puffing and coughing up a lung. You, you know, I'm, I'm a big dude. I don't run, okay? So that's, that's the first thing. Second thing is, I, if I made a basket, I would be lucky. If I held onto the ball long enough to make a basket, I would be lucky. That would most definitely be a David and Goliath situation. And in that situation, unless God intervened like the previous, Goliath's going to take me down, right? I'm, I'm going to get embarrassed on the court. That's, that's not my deal. A talent scout would never put me in that situation. They would never put me on a basketball team. I don't care if it's a, you know, a pickup game at the, at the park down the road. Nobody's putting me in to play basketball, right? So, but here God looks at me and goes, you know what? I'm going to put you in. I'm going to put him in. Get off the bench. You in the game. Be like, you kidding? What? 
Nah. Everybody else like, yo, we just lost. It's over. It's a wrap, right? And David goes out there. He tells Saul, he's like, listen, I can't, I can't wear all this foolishness, man. I just, I just need to go. It's going to be me and God. And you know what? Like he was with me, uh, you know, with the lion when he was with me, with a bear. He, he going to be with me. He's God's, God's going to be with me. And, and so David goes out and much to the amazement of everyone in attendance, he ends up conquering Goliath. And in the natural, we look and go, God, that was one of the dumbest things you could have chose to do. And we look at opportunities. If you're honest with yourself, some of the opportunities that you have in your life, are you really qualified for them? Are you really, do you really have the talent to be picked in the first round, if you will? Like, seriously, I want, I want you to kind of think about that for a little bit, because you know there's a lot of us that have we've gone to school for things that at the end of the day we didn't think we had any business going to school for right we get halfway through the class and we, we're ready to give up throw in the towel different jobs that that maybe you've had the opportunity to take some of these jobs uh, you know, the training is unreal it, it's it's ridiculous the the level of training that individuals have to go through the whole different positions like like those you know i have friends that are flight attendants right and you think about a flight attendant and a lot of people don't understand what goes into the training that they have to do the knowledge they have to have the 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 level the various skill sets that they have to be able to operate in in order to be effective in their job it's more than just walking up and down an aisle with a trash bag or giving you a coke it's it's so much more than that people don't understand that a lot of times and you know, it it gets difficult. You get you get through there, and I know plenty of people that were like, "Yo, I, I don't I don't know about this. I don't know if this is for me," you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and the same thing's true about other professions. Or, you know, God calls you to do something, and you're like, "Yo, God, how are you gonna make this happen, man? I'm just I'm I'm a little white kid from Western New York. Like, how's how's this going to happen? Yet I've been able to minister to hundreds and thousands of individuals. I've had opportunities to meet various people. I've been putting contact with so many talented people you know and and i'm not talking big name let me name drop and stroke the ego and fill out the resume no i'm people that have been not only in my camp but in my corner that tell me what i need to hear when i need to hear it not what i want to hear not what's comfortable they give me the raw just like a trainer would just like even though i might get i might be first round pick but at the end of the day i still need to be coached right but here I am, first round pick with no talent. That ain't nothing but God. And that's what I think we need to realize and understand in our lives when we look at these different things. You know what? God, if we look at it from a natural perspective, horrible talent scout. Horrible talent scout. But somehow a perfect talent scout. Hello. In the natural, it does look like he is an absolute horrible, terrible talent scout. But then when it's time to move, he uses the foolish to confound the wise. He makes the weak strong. He steps in and provides you with what it is you need to do as long as you are obedient to what he's called you to do. Now what he's called you to do, not what you want to do. Not what somebody else said you should do because you sung a song and it sounded good or you preached a message at your church and it was a good message that day. That doesn't mean you're called to pastor a church. You might be called to help. 
You might be called to work a nine to five and just live out your life and minister to people just through the way you live, right? But it might not look like you are qualified, like you are able, like you should be able to do whatever it is God's called you to do. The bank account don't match the dream. Your talents don't match the dream. Your your abilities don't match the dream, you, you know, but you got to drive and you got obedience. God can work with the rest and he's going to give you the rest. And he's going to give you success over Goliath when you step out in obedience and realize, you know what? Hey, it's not me, but it's God. And you know what? Yeah, hey, in the natural, you're right. I shouldn't be on this team. I shouldn't be on this court. I should not. I should not. But here I am. But God. So let God work. Don't stand in his way. Just listen and operate. Just listen and operate. You know, we, we overcomplicate things. Uh, you know, this, this thing called Christianity has become all wild and, and, and crazy and all this other thing at this point, man. Keep it simple, man. Listen, you know what? He might be a horrible talent scout, but he got you on a team, so now operate. There's a reason you're on the team. Operate. In the natural, yeah, he's horrible. But in the spiritual, because you have a repentant and an obedient heart, he's going to work with you. He's going to make things happen for you. He's going to utilize you to do things and help and assist other people. You're going to be able to help people reach their dreams and operate in their purpose and their calling because you chose to in yours. It's an important thing. I, I, I don't want you to lose sight of it. I've got a, a, a book that I'm working on right now where, you know, I talk about some different things in, in, the, uh, in the church, uh, specifically the, what we refer to as a modern-day altar call. And there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of positives, but there's also a lot of negatives, right? So how do we operate? How do we adjust? How do we make sure? And that's what you need to do. Just listen. Listen. Get in his word. Know him. And you will begin to operate. It'll be natural, Right? Because, no, you shouldn't be on the team. No, that goal shouldn't be attainable. That dream shouldn't be attainable. That calling shouldn't be attainable. Your circumstance says no. Your health says no. Your bank account says no. The people around you keep saying no. Man, why you want to do that? I remember when I made the decision to go to Bible college, people were talking to me like I'm crazy. Like, why you want to go to Bible college? You don't want to go to Bible college. You don't want to go out there. What, what do you, how are you going to provide for yourself? How are you going to take care of your family? You ain't going to make no money as a preacher. Right? Well, first of all, me going into ministry had nothing to do with money, unlike a lot of people. Again, for another episode. But I did what I believed I was supposed to do, and there were several opportunities that have been presented to me since I made that decision, right? I went into the military. Oh, are you sure? No, that, that can't be God. God don't want you in the military. Why? Why not? I was able to be there for people in some of the darkest hours, and people were there for me in some of my darkest not everybody's going to understand why the talent count scout picked you. And on paper, it might be a terrible decision. In the natural, it might be a terrible decision. But the scout made his decision and was able to get you to the organization. So now operate in your purpose. Play your position. Know your role. Do what it is that you can do every day. Study to show yourself approved. Get better at whatever your craft is. If you're a business owner, find out how to be more productive. You a musician, make music. Let your heart speak. You're an author, get those words on paper. Stop holding back. 
Man, I was, I was thinking about starting a podcast. Then start one. Well, I was thinking about doing this for a business. Then do it. Start moving in that direction. It doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what the, the critics and ESPN get on and start talking about whether or not you can ball or not, whether or not you can play, whether or not you got talent, whether or not it was a good first round pick. None of that matters because the scout and the team made the decision. You're part of the organization, so now operate. Don't worry about nobody else. Don't worry about the circumstance. Don't worry about what the bank account looks like. Don't worry about how difficult the dream looks. Just take one step after another because the talent scout got you in. And it might look like the talent scout, talent scout made, a, made a bad decision. But even if you look at the horrible picks from the past, they've always turned out to be the superstars when needed. Might only be needed for a moment. That's all we need. Hey, you guys, I appreciate you tuning in. I know, I know, you look at your life, you look at what God's called you to do, be like, man, why me? I'm not that dude. I can't do it. Yeah, he might be a horrible scout in the natural, but he's perfect in the spiritual. And he picked you for a reason. And don't you ever forget that. And don't you ever let anybody downplay that. Don't you ever let anybody stop you. It might slow you down. Might be some obstacles. Things might not always work out the way they need to work out, but keep stepping. Keep moving. Walk out your purpose. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Again, like, share, uh, invite people to follow the page. Um, if you're a business owner, a musician, a streamer, an author, I, I don't care what it is. You got something that you're doing, share the information with us so we can share it with, with somebody else. I definitely appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in and, and doing what you guys do. Like always, I will pray for you. Y'all pray for me. And we'll catch you next time on Reflections. Thank you.